Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Preacher's Corner podcast. I am Naledi. For those of you who are new and don't know, thank you for joining this podcast community and I hope it serves you well. For my longtime listeners, I want to thank you guys so much for continuously listening to this podcast. And I want to say happy, happy, happy new year, happy 2023. And I know it's February, I know, I know, but my excitement really feels like it's the 1st of January again. And simply because I get to podcast and do what I love and hopefully, not hopefully, and be consistent on this. I know that the last time I came back, I tried to be consistent and I have honestly, like Scouts on, I have honestly had such a big war a big fight with consistency guys i used to struggle so much with consistency and i say used to because i refuse to take it as an active thing into this new season of my life and this new season of podcasting i hope that we stick together with the podcast community and we grow and grow and grow and yeah Like I said, Happy New Year, Happy 2023. I hope January was good for you guys. Um, I hope February has also been good to you guys. And I hope each and every week and every month and every day is good to you guys. I am super excited again to be back. I, yeah, I took a break because life really hit me rock bottom. And I, I started to realize in my break since November that, I can't keep quitting every time life rocks me and I am so happy that I can be transparent with each and every single one of you because I don't want to hide my struggles. I want to put them out there and be vulnerable as much as I can with you guys so that you guys get to put me in your prayers. I need a community that is going to pray okay this time we're coming in hot we're coming in fresh we're coming in with everything that we have and with a different mindset and that does not that does not cower and literally just faint every time life comes with its own things and so i'm quite excited to be doing this again it is honestly my first love talking about christ and all of those things But enough about that. I want to say that I finally have an active Preacher's Corner um, social media page on Instagram. Of which I'm still learning, guys, how to operate and stuff like that. Because social media has never really been my thing. But I realize if we want to impact more people and we want to reach more people and teach more people and speak to more people, then... A social media presence is exactly what we need in order um, in order to reach as many people as we can. And so I started a new, fresh Preacher's Corner page on Instagram. It is underscore Preacher's underscore Corner. It's one word. Okay, um, small letters, all of it. This is what Instagram gave me and I'm going to take it. But yes, follow up me or our podcast on underscore preachers underscore corner 
and share it as much as you can. I'm going to try to post each and every single time I release an episode. But otherwise, let's get right into our subject and our topic for today, which is something that God has literally been like talking to me about and kind of like subtly proving it to me and one thing that I'm quite I have to say the one thing that I'm quite excited and quite grateful for is the fact that regardless of where I find myself in life I always find myself back at the feet of Jesus and so I'm back I'm back 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 I'm back 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 um (laughs) I'm 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 truly excited but yes Let me not ramble. Let's get into our scripture reading for today, which is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 1 to 11. And it is a very famous scripture, right? It's a scripture about the temptation of Jesus. And what we're going to be talking about today, we are going to be talking about counterfeit, right? And when God laid this on my spirit, I was like, hmm, I wonder what you have for me. But the reason we're going to talk about counterfeit today is because a lot of the world today is literally made up of the same things. For me personally, I feel like there's a very few uh, or a small percentage of people or community that really operates in their original form and true self. Otherwise, everything is just a counterfeit from the culture that we see, um, the world that we see. We are just a lot of counterfeit people, products, languages, um, businesses, ministries. And there's a whole lot of counterfeit Jesus. If we actually look right into it, there's a whole lot of counterfeit Jesus. And I feel like a lot of people need to be freed, right? Oh, I forgot to mention this, that I, God gave me a vision a couple of years ago. I think it was um, 2020, 2021. No, it was 2020. And he told me about a youth group that I'm supposed to be starting. And I am proud to say that I finally got it together. Guys, I finally got it together. And this youth group started like two weeks ago. And I'm super excited. And it's quite intimidating because it's a territory that I've never really been in before. And I've always really just preferred to be behind the scenes, like like with podcasting. Podcasting is my first love because I get to be imperfect. I get to be, and people still don't know my face. They only know my voice and they only know my name. And I feel like I'm comfortable with that. But God literally took me out of my comfort zone and said, I want you to start a youth group. And so our youth group is called One Way Youth Ministries. It is... Ah, It is quite fairly new, but we're getting there. We're getting there. So every message that I preach here, that I talk about on this podcast, is a message that I'm going to take to our youth group on Fridays. And so I need a lot of social interaction on our Instagram page. Guys, if you guys don't agree with this or whatever it is, or you have more suggestions on how I can actually go about this thing, I know that the voice of God is something that I need to listen to, but God also uses people 
to literally um speak to us as well so yeah but anyway the word counterfeit means something that is made in the exact imitation of something valuable with the intention to deceive and defraud so matthew chapter 4 verse 11 says then the spirit led jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil after spending 40 days and nights without food jesus was hungry then the devil came to him and said if you are god's son order these stones to turn into bread verse 4 but jesus answered the scripture says human beings cannot live on bread alone but need every word that god speaks then the devil took jesus to jerusalem the holy city set him on the highest point of the temple and said to him if you are god's son throw yourself down for the scripture says god will give orders to his angels about you they will hold you up with their hands so that not even your feet will be hurt on the stones verse 7 jesus answered but the scripture also says do not put your lord the lord your god to the test then the devil took jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in all their greatness all this i will give you the devil said if you kneel down and worship me then jesus answered go away satan the scripture says worship the lord your god and serve only him verse 11 then the devil left jesus and angels came and helped him amen okay so i think when it comes to counterfeit right counterfeit literally is the exact imitation of something valuable this means that it takes sometimes it takes a lot for someone to see that something is a counterfeit a fake right sometimes it doesn't take a lot when somebody's really bad at counterfeiting stuff then i mean you can see right away that this is a fake and this is not real and i think with each and every one of us if ever you've been scammed or conned or defrauded guys you know that feeling in the pit of your stomach when you have been defrauded and bought a counterfeit is one of the worst things ever because you you feel violated you're like how can this person do this to me you know and counterfeit is <laughs> is something that has happened there's like a constant theme in the bible where god has always tried to show us the way the truth and the life by using the prophets in the old testament and then in the new testament he used jesus and one of the main um one of the main examples of counterfeit in the beginning of is literally abraham sarah and is it lot i think it's lot this wasn't even in the notes that i wrote but um god promised abraham and sarah a son and this son was literally born 25 years old um 25 years later and in those 25 years sarah tried or was tempted not even tempted sarah did this thing sarah said to abraham that the god that promised you a son is not delivering so how about you take my servant and 
you take my servant and you have a son. What was Sarah trying to do? Sarah was trying to duplicate or produce a counterfeit of the promise of God. And that didn't end well for, it's Hagar, right? And that didn't end well for Sarah because what happened was that her her maid, her helper, then started becoming cheeky, you know, and she started realizing that I have a son with the, the man of the house and therefore now they, the, the, I'm going to frustrate Sarah. I'm going to speak of my rights. I'm going to, you know, stand up for myself as well. So she can't order me around. And that almost kind of destroyed um, the promise that God gave to Abraham because a counterfeit was not going to do, um, was not going to give God glory. It was not going to to produce the same result that God was hoping for it to produce or had intended for it to produce. And more than anything, it was going to make God seem like a liar, right? And I don't know what Sarah was thinking, but I think a lot of us in the waiting process, we get tempted to come up with a duplicate or a counterfeit of the promise of God. And we end up missing the mark. We end up turning away from the promise of God and turning into something that would later defraud us, that would later deceive us, that would mislead us away from the promise of God and going into a direction that God never intended for us to have to go into. Because every promise of God has a purpose behind it. We need to remember that also we as people, we literally have an original self that God created. And if you're not living in that original self of yourself, then you're a counterfeit because now you're living in a version of yourself that this world has tried to put on. And that's normally the insecure you, the fearful you, the angry you, the you that brings destruction into either your own life or the lives of other people, or the you that just simply is not living in the purpose of God and living in right standing with God. That means that you're a counterfeit. You're living a life that God never intended for you to live. And that's why it's always important for us to go back to God, to go back to the word of God so that we go back to the person that God has initially created us to be. Another example of counterfeit is the Israelites because with the Israelites, they were meant to get to the promised land within 10 days if you study the scriptures, but it took them a a whopping 40 years to literally get to the promised land. And not even all of them got to the promised land. Only a couple of them got to the promised land. Why? Because they constantly wanted counterfeit. For example, um, every time that they were faced with a problem that seemed impossible to get over, they literally said to Moses, how could you should have left us in Egypt for us to be slaves because now we are here and we're struggling and we're suffering. How could you do this to us? One example was the parting of the Red Sea. The Egyptians caught up with the Israelites while they were at the Red Sea because the Israelites had no idea that they were going to cross the Red Sea. So Moses put them there in the desert, in the wilderness, so that... God could intentionally 
make the Egyptians to follow the Israelites and the, the Israelites felt trapped. And every time you feel trapped, you either, you have two, um, you have two decisions to make, to choose from. It's either you trust God and believe that he will make a way or really you just cower and just stop believing in God and going back to your old habits. And going back to your old habits is so detrimental because you literally forfeit the promise, the purpose, and the leadership of God in your life. You forfeit also the promise of God in your life. And so what happens then is that they start to say to Moses, you could have left us in Egypt. We were better as slaves and stuff like that. What they were essentially saying, which is something that sometimes we even say now is that, man, I shouldn't, when, it, when something fails or we are faced with a hardship, we often try to go back to the past and go back to the familiar place, the place of comfort that we know because of the fact that we don't know what to do in the trapped places in the wilderness that we we often encounter and the thing about counterfeit is that in order for you to be set free from living a counterfeit life and living a life um, that is really not what god intended for you is that you need to do something that the israelites did not do every time that they they went further is that you need to renew your mind right because because they did not renew their mind they were often it's like the saying that you can take the person out of the ghetto but you can't take the ghetto of the out the ghetto out of the person that just simply means that when you go into a new territory, when you go into a new field, a new victory that God is about to give you, you need to make sure that you constantly renew your mind so that you program your mind not to remind you or not to, to, to yearn for the past, yearn for places and things of familiarity. That's why Romans 12 um, verse 2 says that, do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you'll be able to know the will of God, what is good and is pleasing to him and is perfect. When you renew your mind, make sure and transform your mind, make sure that you transform your mind by the power of God, by the, by reading the word of God, because the thing that the devil tried to do with Jesus is that he thought, I don't know, maybe he thought that Jesus, being the son of God, did not know his word, like know his Bible, because he tried to tempt him with using the very same weapon that is said to be the sword of the spirit in the Bible, which is the word of God. So if you don't know the word of God, you you are susceptible to falling prey to the tricks of the enemy because when your mind is renewed it means that you have a new perspective of god a new perspective of god means that god can give you a new perspective of a situation that you are faced with and when you have a new perspective of a situation that god gave to you of the situation that you have it means that you are prone to make 
good decisions that are in line with what pleases God and the desire that God has for your life. That means you are in line and being your original self. So the Israelites never renewed their minds. Their minds were constantly on the slavery because slavery, I don't know, um, being a slave to something, especially also to social media, is that slavery means creating habits. And when you create habits, it's very difficult to get out of a habit, but it's never impossible. And so um, slavery always means that staying in a place of lockdown, if I can say it, familiar lockdown. And when you stay in a place of familiar lockdown, it's very difficult for you to get out of that place because you have trained your mind to believe that this feels comfortable and so this is nice and it's 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 not it's not always nice it's just that it's what you know and you do it without thinking about it and that's what god wants for us when it comes to freedom when it comes to reading his word is that the word of god comes easily to us when you transform your mind make sure that you transform your mind by reading the word of god because the devil <laughs> is the master of counterfeit right the one thing that he says that really proves his love for counterfeit is in verse Nine, when he says, all of this I will give to you if you kneel down and worship me. So what this is, is that the devil was literally an angel that lived in heaven. We all know this, right? Before he got kicked out of heaven. And when he lived in heaven, he did, um, he wanted to be like God. He wanted to take the place of God more than anything. And so he got kicked out of heaven with a third of the angels. And as soon as he got to hell, what did he do? He set up a throne for himself, just like God has a throne in heaven. God has angels that worship him 24-7, 365. They never get tired. They just sing songs of worship and read the word of God and all of those things. What does the devil do? He has demons who worship him. That's why you have people called devil worshipers. And then what does God do? God sends out his angels and his spirit, you know, to help us out and to protect us and to carry forth the kingdom of God on earth. On earth. What does the devil do? He does the same things. He has demons who worship him, who carry out, who possess people in darkness and who carry out the kingdom of who? The devil on earth. And so he, he took the structure, he took... He took what he knows from God and he distorted it so that he can mislead and, and, and distort the image of God to people. That's why counterfeit means that it's made in the exact imitation of something valuable. The something valuable to us is the kingdom of God. It's God, it's the angels, it's heaven, it's everything. It's knowledge, it's light. And so he distorts knowledge and he... He makes it into darkness, into ignorance. He distorts the light and he takes it and he makes it darkness. He distorts the word of God and he takes it to mislead people. That's why a lot of people take um, the direct, um, the direct, 
what's this explanation or definition of sin and they say that you missed the mark because every time you sin um sin is the opposite of righteousness right so every time you sin it is an opportunity for the devil to take righteousness right standing with god and distort it and create the sin version of it so a lot of things guys are counterfeit man when it comes to even the word of god and that's why a lot of people are the word of god because the devil will always try to distort what god says look at how he used the very same word of god to trick jesus into um he took the exact words of god but the impact or the end result of the distortion would be missing the mark so a lot of that's why in a lot of churches a lot of um a lot of christian gatherings there's a lot of of dis distortion and misleading and people don't realize it and they don't understand it or they don't see it very few people see it and those are people who are woke these are people who are spiritually um awake these are people who have the holy spirit to tell them if something is not the truth if something is counterfeit but a lot of people get to be lied to because they don't read what the word says and when you don't read the word of god you don't have the holy spirit because the the word of god is literally seeds right like popcorn when you put popcorn against heat it starts to pop and change form and become something better than when it was in seed form and so we take the word of god the word of god creates seeds right and the holy spirit or the presence of god is what changes the form and changes us into better people uh, people of character people who are able to carry out great exploits in the name of the lord because the holy spirit is heat right and we often get to we often are away from the holy spirit in some churches and in some places and that means that us in seed form we don't pop and when we don't pop we stay in seed form and we we then remain um in places where we cannot be useful for the word of god or for the kingdom of god and so that is it with me guys um this word this word that god gave to me is meant to bring light to people so that we separate and pluck out the lies from the truth and we pluck out the weed from the wheat counterfeit destroys the lives of christians within the church itself because the devil has created a very 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 similar counterfeit that's why jesus left us with the holy spirit this is something that the devil cannot clone or um make a copy of the advantage of the holy spirit gives us the spirit of discernment to tell out the truth from the lies the light from the darkness the weed from the weeds etc holy spirit is an impartation of god to us through jesus christ his son once you have the holy spirit with you you are able to um you are able just like jesus to resist the enemy and any offers of counterfeit he tries to bring to the table seeking first the kingdom of god allows us to separate to op allows us to operate in our original state of creation and also operate in the domain that god has given to us through the act of dominion once you have dominion a lot of counterfeit offers 
um, come out to get you out of place. The same way that Adam and Eve were tricked into getting out of the place of their purpose. Sometimes for you, this might be a job offer you've been waiting for for years, but unfortunately is not lined with the purpose of God with your, for your life. Or being convicted to go to your dream or being convinced to go to your dream university, but God intended for you to go to a different one for the purpose he wants to carry out for your life. Notice how I use the words dream job and dream university. And this is because the devil will never tempt you with something that you don't want or something that you don't have a desire for. Take me, for example. I got through university and have had opportunities to apply for jobs everywhere in the country or even the world to an extent but i chose to stay and start the youth group in my local community church that doesn't even have a membership of 40 people that's crazy right and trust me there have been beautiful pictures brought to me of the life i thought i've always wanted and the job i've always always wanted Peer pressure from my friends and seeing my friends buy cars, homes, get married or even get jobs. The very same job that I wanted is almost thrown at me. Almost always thrown at me too. But and, but fortunately, that is not the life that God has for me. And anything else, and I've decided that anything else that God has and wants for me, I'm not... I'm not going to forfeit. Instead, if anything that is not by God is counterfeit. I always get tempted um, to go to a different direction than what I've chosen. Trust me that the temptation will always be there. I always, always get tempted to go back to my plan in this life. But I know that my plan is not anything close to what God has for me, which I consider this my plan being a counterfeit of the life that God has intended for me. Um, go, But the thing is that I understand that going in a different direction means trading something valuable for something that is fake. The devil will always use deception, delusion, distraction, or even deceit and or even deceit to try to get you out of the place God has placed you. Deception or falsehood by making you think you can live a different life or postpone the calling of God in your life. Delusion by showing you kingdoms just like he did with Christ. Pictures and things that make you think that it's okay to live outside of the will of God for your life. Distraction by using things, circumstances, people or social media to keep you from reading and studying the word. And he can definitely use deceit by lying to you by any means necessary because after all, he is the father of lies. So I encourage you to spend time with God as if your life depends on it because really it does. Counterfeit is dangerous. Don't just read the word of God but know it, study it, breathe it and be about it. The scripture in Acts tells us that in you I move and have my being and in you being the truth, which is Jesus, who is the truth and the word. Um, invite the Holy Spirit into your life and everything that you do so that he is able to give you a spirit of discernment that tells you from that tells you what is the difference that tells you and shows you rather the difference between that which is truth and that which is which is fake. 
seek first above all things the kingdom of God and his righteousness and really everything will be added unto you. Remember that God knows exactly what you want and he always gives you everything that you need from the car you drive to the house you live in to the community you stay in to the bed you sleep on the clothes you wear the personality everything god knows what you need because he's the one who created you that's why he says that when you seek him first and his kingdom and also you seek to be in right standing with him which is righteousness then he will give you everything else and everything else comes from a place of truth honesty righteousness holiness you can bet on it because god does not give us any counterfeits he doesn't give us any bad things he's a god of love and god loves us lastly continuously renew your mind and transformation will take place you won't just be transformed on the outside but you will honestly be transformed on the inside you will grow you will mature into the type of christian christian that is an ambassador of the kingdom of god and the type that will bring forth the kingdom of god to this earth just as god intended for us and that is all from me guys but i do want to encourage everyone to read romans chapter 10 verse 9 um, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10. This scripture is a scripture that a lot of us need to know by heart because at the end of the day God will use us to basically collect souls so that because we know that um, a lot of pastors like to say that souls are the only thing that we can take up to heaven not houses not cars not degrees not jobs not anything but souls so romans 10 verse 9 to 10 says if you confess that jesus is lord and believe that god raised him from death you will be saved for it is by faith that we are put right with god it is by our confession that we are saved so say it out loud that god um I believe that you sent Jesus to die on the cross and I believe that you raised him from death to save me. And so I believe and confess that Jesus is Lord the Messiah. Just by simply confessing that small thing, it is a great um, prayer that you can pray. Um, it might seem small, but really heaven rejoices every time somebody repents and is saved. So this is the salvation prayer. I leave you with this. Accept Jesus into your life so that you get to live out your true self and not your counterfeit self. And live in the will of God that pleases him so that you carry forth your place in the kingdom of God. Amen. I hope you guys have a great week, the great rest of the week, and you have a great rest of the day. Cheers.